How much did the CCCP pay you? You're a communist. You're a traitor against Americans. This is a free nation. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Okay, News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi, it's Tuesday. Hi. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about today. That was uh, the woman. What, what's her? What's her? Her online tag again? Her online? Uh, her, her name? I do hair or I something like that. Uh, it's uh, now a, a famous uh, video that a woman uh, took of uh, Judge County Ju- District County Ju- or Judge Wolf County Judge Wolf uh, Bear County Judge the Judge uh, when he's shopping at uh, at a- at H E B and she's following him around. And she's calling him a communist. Uh, she's, uh, she's screaming at him. It's one of these things where somebody, you know, obviously, uh, wants to get a video of them doing something that they think will go viral. And in fact, it did go viral, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't know how many people actually watched it. I've been looking, uh, at different, uh, uh uh, at different sites to see the video. We got the video, I think, on our website, ktsa.com, if you want to check it out. And it's, you know, I, how do we feel about this? You know, have I called him a commie on occasion on this show? Probably. I mean, I, I make fun of, uh, the judge, uh, and, and Nuremberg there almost on a daily basis on this show. You know it and I know it. Um, uh, do I think it's, it's okay to do that? When your somebody is shopping at, at at a grocery store to just buy themselves uh, some food, no, I don't. Um, we don't like it, uh, if you will, uh, when uh, uh, when uh, uh, folks do that uh, for people on our side. Remember when Ted Cruz was getting hassled? Tucker Carlson's been hassled, uh, you know, uh, in his private life. Uh, and when that happens, you know, I, I, it's not something that I think is a, a good thing to do. Uh, and you can call me up and, and let me know what you think. Um, I, phone lines are open, actually. Let me open up the phone, phone lines. And uh, Ashley rocks hair. That's what it is. Ashley rocks hair. Chris, do you get the feeling that she's got like a beauty salon or something? Or I mean, I, I'm just thinking outside the box here. Do you think she's got like her own business or she's somehow a... a a chick who does hair. You think maybe is is it possible? No, no, Sean. She rocks hair. <laughs> she rocks hair. She rocks hair. I'm just saying, is it is it possible? Now you may think I'm crazy. Wait, that's not just no. a song from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, and maybe maybe you think you. I am crazy. Maybe I I perhaps am crazy. Uh, but I'm thinking maybe she wants people. To look her up in regards to whatever kind of haircutting business she does, am I? Am I is that uh, is that something uh, that could be possible, or, or am I just you know, uh, like I said, uh, talking smack and don't know what I'm talking about? In other words, I'm sure it's possible. But... Could she have uh, orchestrated this to a certain extent for her own benefit to rock some more hair? I, I don't think that she followed the judge to the AGB. <laughs> she probably, you know, saw him while he was there. Well, I'm just saying, you know, uh, well, maybe, maybe. That into this he's a slow-moving individual. It's not well, like yeah, you wouldn't be able to follow him fairly quickly. Well, I'm not making. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. 
You're half his age, and you move half as fast. Well, I know. I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying maybe she's a chick who's looking for an opportunity to get some kind of video going on well, somebody. Yeah, well, yeah, because that's, that's I'm going to say there's a good chance that's why she did it and posted it on here, knowing that it was going to get around. Well, she rocks hair. Right. So she obviously wants people to, to you know, uh, get her to cut their hair. I'm just saying, it, it, you know, I, I don't. In other words, it, it, what good does it actually do when you confront somebody like that? It really. I mean, it's not like Judge Wolf is pushing his cart, and uh, you know, all of a sudden uh, the woman starts calling him a communist and he's a traitor, and he's gonna, you know, put down. You know, he's eyeing his toilet paper and his baloney and his cart there, and all of a sudden he's gonna go. Um, you know, you're right. I am a communist, and I'm going to stop that right now. You know, if you hadn't come up to me and, and started screaming at me in the parking lot, I might have stayed being a communist for the rest of my stinking life. But because you yelled at me in a parking lot while I'm, my feeble ass is trying to push my cart to my, you know, whatever kind of car he drives, you know, I don't know. It's probably a nice one. <laughs> it's a hatchback. He's got a hatchback. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, what do you think is actually going to happen? What do you think? Do you think, again, that he's just automatically, mystically going to go, oh, okay, I'm changing my entire worldview because you yelled at me? In a parking lot. In a parking lot, man. You know what I'm saying? No. No. So, I, I mean, again, I don't really approve of that kind of behavior when it's some liberal idiot or even an, you know, a mask person who's like at the Walmart and sees some old fart not wearing his mask, you know, in the, in the coupler section and, uh, you know, starts yelling <laughs> to put a mask on. Right. Because everybody's always got the video going. Mm -hmm. Everybody's always got the video going. So that's really what they're looking for is the video to go viral, you know, and then all of a sudden you're famous, but you're not, you're not actually, you know, uh, uh, accomplishing anything. Look at me! Well, yeah, yeah it's look go. at me, yeah. look at me, I'm confronting the evil judge. You're not chasing after Nuremberg, you know, because he'll probably, I mean, <laughs> Nuremberg luck. will kick your ass. I mean, he, you know, he could probably move pretty quick, you, get you out can, of the way if you, you want. You can say whatever you want about Ron Nuremberg, <laughs> I mean, but the guy works out like 19 times a day. Look, look his at, cheek muscles could kill me. Look at the I old. meant his facial cheek muscles. Well, the other ones probably could as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's probably, what's that, Chris? I'm just saying, you know, they, yeah, go after the judge, but they're not, you know, they're not, they're not going after, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Nuremberg because, you know, he'd probably backslap you and down you'd go. Let's go. Not that he would hit. No, a he woman. wouldn't hit anybody. Well, look at the ojo that he gave the little girl. The what? Oh, sorry. Oh, the the O oh, in the picture where the chick, the little girl's got the sign. Ojo. Right. Give her the old stink eye. The stink eye. Right. He'll give you, Nuremberg will give you a real mean stink eye. Did you watch the, the judge video? might cough on you? I, I did. I did see some of the video. Well, yes. You've got to. You've got to watch the whole thing because I'm I'm watching the video, and it gets to the point where I'm like, all of a sudden I can relate to Judge Wolf because all of a sudden he he realizes he forgot where he parked his car, <laughs> and he's holding the key fob up. Beep beep. Trying to beep, find beep. His car. Well, yeah, I've been there. I beep, did that beep. just like three times this past weekend. So. Beep beep. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Sometimes it happens in my own driveway. <laughs> <laughs> there I am in the cul-de-sac. Beep beep. Beep beep. What the hell is it? Where's my damn car? Oh, there it is in the driveway. Huh? Serio, where's the car? Oh, this there. isn't my house. This is my house. <laughs>
This isn't my cul-de-sac. Where the hell do I live? There I am walking through the, in my jammies, walking through the, the neighborhood. Beep, 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 beep. These aren't my pants. Sean this is, is turning some, into a talking head song. What's that? Shows up in some neighborhood in Seguin looking for his car. <laughs> like 50 miles from home. I live in a cul-de-sac like this one, but I don't know. It's not the same one. There's somebody else living in my home. Who has my car? So point being, <laughs> point being, just, you know, don't, 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 don't become like the jerks we can't stand. You know what I'm saying? Don't become that person haranguing people in public. Trey was talking about how he's had he's been harangued in public by people who didn't like right. something he said or something. Yeah. I nobody has ever harangued me off the air. Nobody. I don't know why that is. Maybe I'm I'm, I'm I'm I don't know, but I've never, and I get recognized at right, Chris, at the Dollar Tree quite often. I'm a king at the Dollar Tree. Okay, right. when I walk in there, okay, the crowds part. They love right. me at the Dollar Tree. You don't have to go looking for your car after you've done the Dollar Tree because you've got your own spot. It's right. So it's there. Sean Rymus, reserved for Sean Rymus. The Red Dollar Tree. carpet going right to it. Red carpet going right into the Dollar Tree, right over to the Jesus candles and the cheap sunglasses. But I've actually never had anybody like, I owed you something the air. I hate your guts, you stinking piece of crap. You know, I've never had that happen. They probably know what the response will be. Which is what? Okay. <laughs> and. <laughs> Could you call in and say that on the air? Could you call in and do that on the air? Because nobody's hearing us here except for that old chick over there by the Jesus candles. It happened to me at a restaurant in Maine one time. Did it really? A guy come up and just started going on about how he hated everything that I stood for and what yeah. have you. It was back when I was a DJ. When you were a DJ? Yeah. And just, well, you because know, you can only imagine, right? Right. <laughs> and so, I hate everything yeah, you stand for. Yeah, but, you know, it just didn't. Didn't like the music I played, and like I had anything to do with that, and, and going on and on. And I and I said to him, "Well, do you want to go outside and talk about it?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> well, see, uh, but see, I don't get that because yeah. it's not like I frighten anybody. But I mean, no, he wouldn't want to fight you. I, well, I, I wasn't I, offering to throw hands with him. No, but, but you were you know, like, "You want to go outside?" There's and... people here. Nobody right. wants to hear this. You know, with let's me, go outside and talk about with it. With me, like the people who hate my guts the most will sometimes come up to me, because I know what used to happen at the Alamo Lounge. And remember that? There was a couple times where people would say, you know, I, I'm that guy who sent you that really nasty letter. Here, could you sign this? <laughs> <laughs> could you sign a copy of the letter? You sign a copy of your book for me? Yeah, I hate you. Um, <laughs> you suck. I listen every you day. You suck. I listen every day. You're cool. 210-599-5555. The woman, uh, she rocks hair. Uh, haranguing uh, the judge at an H-E-B, or slow-moving county judge, who uh, <laughs> finds his car. Um, is that good behavior or bad behavior? We'll take a break. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Again, we were talking about the judge being accosted at the uh, at the uh, HEB. And if that's, you know, the way you <laughs> you think things should be done, I think it's crummy behavior. Uh, you know, when the guy's just shopping, you're not going to accomplish anything. And chances are you're just trying to, you know, get a video to go viral. So... If you have any thoughts on that, uh, you can give us a ring, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, 
I had to swap computers real quick, so we're going to have Robert, I guess. Uh, Chris, we're going to go ahead and talk to him real quick. Robert, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'd call it unacceptable behavior, but then again, he's got this soapbox. He can run his mouth all the time, and nobody contradicts him. So how are you going to get your point across if you don't catch the guy in the corner, yeah, but you're not you're not getting your point corner, you're not getting your point across to him. Well, you, you may not by yourself. So what do you say? We need people, lots of pe- we need lots of people doing this. Well, hey, it takes lots of people to make change, doesn't it? If one person can't make change, but again, do they, do you think he'll actually change? Well, you're always telling to call in your senators and voice your opinions about what kind of legislation is going on and whatever. If you can get through, well, how are you going to get through to? Nelson Wolf, if you don't have a chance to, you know, get up in his face sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, again, what what do you think she convinced him of? That he's a communist? Well, not her. I mean, there's there's a way of doing it too. You well, know, that's I what I'm saying. Like I, I don't. You know, I mean, there's ways of doing it, and there's you know, there's there's ways where you're being you know, uh, um, really really on the ass out of yourself is what it is. Well, but I think that's kind of what she did, though. She's not. Oh yeah. You know, so we she agree did. on that 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 was the wrong way to go yeah. about it. Yeah, that was the wrong way to go about it, but I I see it as no recourse to get your point across, not like that, but to get your point across to people who uh, accept no confrontation from anybody because the media is behind him. He has this uh, uh, soapbox he can jump on and run his mouth, and then you, what are you going to do? You're going to comment on the radio about it, you know, and that's it. Well, that's it. you know, I mean, it's a fair point that they – kind of put up a wall especially our city council well a lot of them probably do that they kind of yeah. have a wall around them where when they have public meetings they they keep them really short or they schedule them they schedule them in the middle of the day when most people are working you know they obviously the don't like hearing your opinion very much across. what's that yeah how are the dissenters supposed to get their message across well i i, I don't know i just know that specifically doing it that way probably isn't the way to go about well, her it way, no it's not the, the right way but you know It'll, right. it'll give him food for thought. Who's who's the next one that's going to zoom in on him? Right. Well, you know. Anyway, man, I appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. Uh, we'll talk again. Uh, you know, I I just again, I'm just not a big fan of that kind of behavior, and especially since a lot of it. Now, I I was joking about the chick, you know, trying to get more people's hair to cut because she rocks hair, what have you. But very often, this stuff is just that. It's a selfie. It's really not meant to convince anybody of anything. Again, you're not going to change his mind on anything doing something like that. He's not going to suddenly change his policies or, or change his opinions or, or, or start doing something dramatically different because you yelled at him in an HEB parking lot. Uh, again, I don't like it when the other side does it to our guys. You know, like Tucker Carlson was accosted on vacation, a fishing trip with his kids. Ted Cruz, uh, was confronted a couple of times, I think a couple of times, uh, when he's just out with his family at a restaurant. Because very often the people that are doing that stuff are just doing it because they want to get a viral video. Again, in a sense, everything these days has become a selfie. <laughs> well, her video is reactionary, and we hardly ever make good decisions when we're reacting. Never. We never make good decisions. I know. <laughs> I've got a long history of making bad choices when I was being reactionary. Never quite works out. Now, you know, uh, but there, there are, it's like the people that show up and they see some guy with, like I said, the opening statement, guy without a mask at a Walmart. And so they start chasing him down, you know, you're killing people, you're killing people, people are dying left and right.
you know, what do you again? What do you think you're going to accomplish? It's not trying to accomplish anything. There used to be a time where, in a sense, and I'll call it the label I've used for a lot of years, street theater. You know, where you're you're trying to you know, you're doing a march, uh, you're doing something public to get a message across. You know, street theater. There was a time where the reason people did that stuff is they were trying to make an argument for something. They were trying to convince somebody of something. But again, when you're just yelling at somebody on your stupid phone, you're really not trying to convince anybody of anything. Well, she was probably expecting and hoping that he would react differently and get up in her face and start telling her something. Well, it's, it's it's a lot like the cops who pulled over Mrs. West. You know, right. It was obvious it wasn't going the way that they had hoped, so they just dig themselves deeper. That's right. Because you're trying to get somebody else. You want them to lose their stuff while you're screaming at them. Because then you'll get more hits on your video. See, she wanted him to start throwing eggs and stuff. You know? Get away from me, you, you old weird. Get away from me, you weirdo. <laughs> He's trying to bounce like bottles of vitamin B and, and you know, <laughs> and Kleenex boxes off her head. Get away from me. How do you like Centrum Silver? <laughs> I have some dental floss. It's a bombardment. Oop, I should have used some first. <laughs> now that would have been funny. That would have been a great video, actually. He's bouncing boxes of Kleenex and Polydent off her noggin. That would have gone more viral than COVID. <laughs> Here's a little communism for you. <laughs> Now, where's my car? <laughs> where's my car? Beep, beep, beep. Throws his fob at her at some point. <laughs> Calls, you know, somebody to come pick him up. <sighs> All right. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's Tuesday. I'm Sean. Hi. That's Monday. It's Monday, Tuesday. It's a Tuesday, but it feels like a stinking Monday. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Well, um, there's this little abortion law here in in Texas. I don't know if you've heard about it. (laughs) I'm being funny, of course. Uh, And, uh, you know, it's you you know it. You you know how it works. And a lot of you listening to this show support it. uh, uh, Requires or it bans all abortions after around six weeks when a fetal heartbeat is detected, which is around... You can get you could you can detect cardiac activity around six weeks, and in uh, I believe first of its kind. And we we talked about this last week, obviously, but there things have opened up uh, since then. But yeah, it also allows people to sue anybody who assists in an illegal abortion, which would be after six weeks. The idea being that you're you're effectively banning abortion in texas because nobody's going to want to do abortions or be involved with abortions in any way shape or form because they might get sued um i I know a lot of folks are 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 screaming and yelling i wish ruth bader ginsburg was still alive the supreme court thing wouldn't have happened supreme court can't really do anything until there's as i understand it until there's an actual case in other words until somebody actually tries to sue somebody there's, there's nothing, there's not a specific, you can't just get a bunch of lawyers together and say, we're suing to stop this, this state law. You, you have to, there has to be an actual case 
that they would rule on, and then that creates a precedent, and that's how stuff happens at the, at the Supreme Court level, if I'm you know getting that correct. But now, you know, nobody's talking about Afghanistan anymore now. It's all about this law because if you're a liberal idiot, you know, this is the handmaid's tale. Uh, now, over the weekend, we've let's see, the Department of Justice is uh, going to be uh, trying to enforce federal law over Texas, uh, federal law stating that you, you can't impede, uh, you know, or harass people trying to get an abortion, women trying to get an abortion. We'll see how that goes. Um, you've, I think Seattle is discussing now and probably all kinds of other cities will, will do the same thing. Well, we're not going to do any trade with Texas. Don't, we're not going to let any of, any of our people travel to Texas. <laughs> That'll be Austin. Austin, will, they're such idiots. So, you know, we're not going to trade with Texas. It's like you, you're in Texas, son. Yeah, well, we're still not gonna. We're going to build a wall. Um, and let's see who else. The, the Satanists are upset. We've, we've pissed off. Well, those people can go to hell. You know, I'm, well, I'm just saying the Satanists are upset at us at Texas. I don't know what that, I don't know how that figures into it. I don't know how the Satanists, I, I haven't read, I haven't read up on it. I think they just said, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> so the, I don't know what the, the Satanists are upset over this law. And uh, Bette Midler's not going to have sex with you. Well, I got that wrong. No, Bette Midler. No, Bette Midler, Bette Midler says women shouldn't have sex with anybody. Uh, and let's see. I suggest, I suggest that all women refuse to have sex with men until they are guaranteed the right to choose by Congress. Are those just women who identify as women, or are those... Could those be dudes who identify as women not having sex with other men or, or women who, uh, who identify? Isn't it funny that when it comes to abortion, we all get gender specific all of a sudden? Chris brought that up last week. I mean, apart from the words having sex and Bette Midler in the same sentence, which is kind of icky to begin with, now suddenly when it comes to abortion, now it's all about women and, and, you know, you're, you're, Women are women and men are men and don't have sex with them until Congress passes something to do something. Now, I'm not going to spend the whole show talking about this, but you know, it's, it's, th- this is, these are the usual suspects. This is the, the we, we knew this was going to happen, right? Didn't everybody, you knew this was going to happen. Uh, the, the, the administration is focusing on this now. That's why they got the DOJ out there and the attorney general talking smack about this because they don't, the last thing they want you thinking about are planes, planes filled with Americans and interpreters sitting in Kabul not being able to leave by the Taliban. They want you focusing on this law. Cher says women are going to die. It's, it's, it's the end of health care for women in general. No health care for women. That's what this means. If you're a woman, you can't get health care in Texas. Fetal women. Fetal women, right. Good point. So, you know... I, I, this law is, is extremely, yeah, it's extreme. Um, do I think it's going to survive in its present form once people do start suing? I haven't the faintest idea, but that's where, that's, that's the Achilles heel of the law in a sense, in that once folks start throwing down lawsuits, you know, how does that, what, what happens there? How does that get litigated? When does that, does that go to the Supreme Court or how does that work? How's it's got to make its way through the lower courts? 
But then again, that be, might be, I've read things that say that's the very thing that will protect the law, actually. Uh, uh, so I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a legal expert. Well, it seems to me that those people would have to basically get out and publicly proclaim that it took them more than six weeks to figure out that pre- uh, having sex could result in pregnancy. They, they'd have to argue that, right. Successfully, which, you know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, 210-599-5555. So, you know, th- this is, and, and I, again, th- this is not an issue that I talk a lot about on the air and I haven't classically over the years. Uh, uh, you know, I, I prefer to, th- you know, talk about Nelson Wolf bouncing boxes of Kleenexes off of chicks' heads in, 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 in the parking lot of HEB. H-E-B. And uh, and stuff like that, but uh, does does the law survive? Uh, where are you on this? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's go to Esteban quickly, and then we'll uh, take a break. Esteban, how you doing? All right, man. That's how it's blow up on Facebook. And funny you mentioned Afghanistan. There's a Blackhawk pilot. She flew in Afghanistan. She that she likes the the law in Texas, and she's actually very pro life. And I have lots of friends couple of them their last two years of high school or their first two years of college and they are pro-life women right another friend has a master's degree so i'm talking ladies who are high on the amazon quotient and high on the iq quotient they are pro-life and so what's been funny is seeing and that very notion makes feminists squirm because they like to pretend that pro-choice their pro-life women are stupid and weak and, and they're and, controlled by men and the only reason they think that way is because a, a dude told them to think that way and the complete opposite, my experience is true. Right. All right, Esteban, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. We were talking about the abortion bill. The abortion bill. The abortion bill. And, uh, you know, ladies, you're not going to have sex with dudes because Bette Midler told you to until something happens with, you know, to ensure a woman's right to choose. She's another one of those that takes herself just a little too seriously. She's not allowed in Vegas. She's not allowed in Vegas. People say, you want to bet? And people are like, no. <laughs> Yeesh. <clears throat> uh, here's Linda. Linda, how you doing? <clears throat> Linda, you there? No. Jay, how you doing? Hello. Hey, Jay, what's going on? Hey, I uh, love you guys, man. Um, uh, real quick, um, this abortion bill, as it's written right now, it does serve, you know, the usual protections uh, for, you know, incest, rape, and, uh, you know. I don't uh, think rape, it does, rape. actually, no. Really? Huh. Medical reasons, I think, are the only reasons. Right, right, right. Um, well, I just, I, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of, kind of up in arms about it. I mean, you know, in a nine month period, a woman will only have one pregnancy, right? And then within a nine month period, a dude is probably going to create a hundred pregnancies if he's, you know, <laughs> virile as such. A hundred? So, uh, Damn. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> some dudes can brag about that. I can't. Um, Thanks for sharing. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Literally. When you're on it. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, sometimes it just seems like, you know, these women just want to fight for the right to have unprotected sex. I mean, 
why? I, you know, I, the the, the problem with the, the pro-choice movement is that it's marketing itself. First off, it's not a choice movement because it's really not about multiple choices. It's about one choice. Correct. And it's been marketed in a sense as an empowering thing to do. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, why a woman chooses to have an abortion, you know, uh, there are a thousand different reasons why women have an abor- have abortions. Not, not every woman uh, has an abortion because she's, you know, trying to use, use it as birth control. There are women who do, who probably have had multiple abortions. You know, I, it's, so I, I, you know, why a woman chooses to do that is kind of, you know, on her in a sense. Um, I, I, this law, I, I just, I don't, again, I'm not a legal expert. I just don't know the, the, the suing people part is, is interesting to me because I, I hear two different reads on that, that because that makes it a civil litigation case, it somehow will protect the law. But then I've also heard that that's really kind of the weakness of it and that that's the part of it that'll that'll be appealed and appealed and appealed and appealed. So I, I don't know. But effectively, yeah, the, you know, it basically it, uh, bans all abortions because even if you're uh, about the business of, you know, uh, doing abortions prior to six weeks, who's going to do that if you're if you possibly could get yeah. sued? Yeah, that part, that part I get. But it, it just seems like, you know, this is uh, they're they're they're. They're just kind of leveraging a, uh, a legality over uh, over a morality, you know, issue. You know, I mean, just just make a simple decision. Just you know, just you know, do the right thing. I mean, I mean what, what what do you mean? I mean, like, uh, does well, uh, just ban them all, or I mean, because effectively they don't. Know. I uh, personally, I'm 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 definitely anti-abortion just because of the. Uh, uh, just because you know um, God rules life, not man. Right. Um, but in this day and age, <laughs> the, the law runs man, and you know God's kind of pushed it aside. But um, uh, not 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 really focusing on that. It's just uh, right. I really don't know how yeah, it's a toughie, word isn't it? it <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, 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 you know, I mean, and I, I appreciate the call, man. I, 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 you know, the abortion industry effectively is over in in Texas. Um, the part of it that I scream and yell the most about is that the abortion industry, because it's been marketed also as general women's health, which it's not. The abortion industry exists to make money off of abortions. That's why they need lots of them, because they're, you know, depending on where you are, they're fairly cheap to get, and some women are able to get them for free. But they are marketed towards lower income women. Uh, and, uh, it is a business and that's the part of it that I scream and yell the most about because it's not about general health care for a woman. In other words, shares wrong. Women aren't just going to start dying in Texas because somehow we've denied them health care. Well, that's why Planned Parenthood is one of the organizations that's most upset and most precisely because they stand to lose, they stand to lose the most money, (laughs) money. Is the root of all evil. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Right now, the situation's out of control. And unless the uh, administration steps in and does something, puts some stiffer policies in place, uh, we're going to continue to see these historic numbers uh, month in and month out. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. 
News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Hour number two, uh, five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, happy Tuesday. It kind of feels like a stinking Monday today, but it's not. It's a Tuesday. And uh, trying to catch up on all the news. I, 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 I took a smidge of a break from the news over the weekend. Because, again, there was a lot of napping going on, which is my new hobby. And uh, uh, started playing catch-up yesterday with some of the stuff going on. And i, I got to bring this up, though, uh, just very briefly. Uh, this is interesting. Also, we have Rudy J. Uh, from the ESPN Morning Show coming up with uh, Rob Thompson. He comes on at 10.15 every day and hangs out with us for a few minutes. Um, CNN uh, published uh, an article over the weekend. This was on Saturday by a guy named John Blake. CNN Enterprise writer. I don't even know what the hell that means. He writes about Enterprise. <laughs> His name is John Blake. And he's looking at the 2020 census, and uh, he's looking at ethnicity. Because it's all about ethnicity today. And he says that as the population sort of naturally become well, naturally... We also have an open border, but as the population becomes more diverse, okay, white supremacy will change with it. Quote, don't ever underestimate white supremacy's ability to adapt. The assumption that more racial diversity equals more racial equality is a dangerous myth. Racial diversity can function as a cloaking device. Concealing the most powerful forms of white supremacy while giving the appearance of racial progress. Progress. Race, this is, here comes the title of it. Racism will likely be just as entrenched in a browner America as it is now. It will still be white supremacy, but with a tan. In other words, you can be a white, and we've seen this already before where black guys who vote Republican are not really black. Remember that corn pop? You can't. You ain't. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And now, uh, white supremacy will include Hispanic people. It's it's white supremacy with a tan. Of course, there's nothing racist about that at all, in and of itself. And we we, we talked about. And I'm not going to spend the whole hour on this. I just want to get it off my chest. We talked about this earlier. That in case you, and I'm sure you have noticed this that white supremacy at this point is just kind of a catch-all basket for anybody who disagrees with the Democrats. So if you, no matter what it is, all right, it has very little to do with with race at this point and skin color. Because you can be black, you can be Hispanic-y, you can be hispanic and you can be a white supremacist. It's all about what you what your opinion set is. So if you di- if you disagree predominantly with the the democratic agenda which is now more of a socialist puke agenda you know well it's because you're you're a white supremacist it doesn't matter what the topic is whiteness is elastic according to this guy whiteness is a- I'm not as elastic as I used to be the older I get I I just kind of chafe now you know what I mean Chris I don't really yeah, the older I get, I'm a white guy. I, 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 I'm, I'm less elastic and more chafy. I chafe. My wife has to dust me every couple of days. 
So yeah, so it doesn't, you know, you, and I said this on the morning show that you could be, you could be a, a transgendered black dude living as a woman and still be a white supremacist if you happen to vote Republican. Cause that's really what it's all about. It's really about voting, you know, voting conservative. Hell, even certain cases, libertarianism might get you called a white supremacist. This is, but it's, you know, that's what it is. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it, it also, uh, apparently according to this guy, you know, how tan you are will also determine how much of a white racist you are. Uh, cause he starts talking about how, uh, that, uh, uh, you know, at some point, uh, during the turning of the last century, uh, the, the white supremacist movement started bringing in Jews and Italians who classically, I guess, according to this guy, weren't considered white. But this guy's not a racist by thinking this stuff in any way, shape, or form. So he says, due to a racial hierarchy that places whiter-looking people at the top and darker-skinned people at the bottom of a socioeconomic ladder. So whatever. It's, it's all, you know what? It's, it, you're a white supremacist if you disagree with me. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what it is. If you disagree with me, and I'm a little demopuke, you disagree with me, it's because you're a white supremacist. <laughs> and you don't even have to be white anymore to be a white supremacist. That's great, man. That's freaking convenient. <laughs> Excellent. So that's the state of affairs in the, in the year 2021 in America. I also, I got to talk about, so I know we're, we're, you know, still a few days away from, from September 11th. And it's the 20 year anniversary. My God. 20 years, man. That's hard to believe. Just in and of itself. Just a quick 20 years, man. Um, but something happened to me over the, well, it's not something happened to me, but I, I, I watched something over the weekend that really just made me crazy. I, I, I am that guy who, when, uh, when September 11th rolls around, I'm documentary guy. I watch all the documentaries. Some of them I've seen, well, 20 times. You know, just that week, uh, usually they, they focus, uh, a lot on, you know, there's several documentaries, uh, that have been floating around for a long time, uh, that I watch every year. Every now and again, you get a new one. And a new one, uh, premiered. This uh, past weekend, I think it was on NPR or public television, uh, because it's a nat- National Geographic documentary that also worked in conjunction with the 9-11 Memorial, uh, which is the museum in New York. And it's called uh, 9-11, One Day in America. And I don't know if you saw it. It's got five episodes. And I started watching Saturday night, Saturday, late Saturday night. And I ended up staying up, you know, through the, and watched the whole series. Not because I thought it was a great show, but I became curious about something. I noticed about halfway through the first episode as they're describing the first two planes hitting the World Trade Center that they had, they had taken out all references to terrorism, let alone radical Islamic terrorism. The the T word didn't exist. There was no, you know, the the now infamous uh, uh, audio recordings of Muhammad Atta saying we have some planes. 
it's a big part of that story because the jerk didn't realize he had his he was transmitting his words. He thought he was just talking to the airplane. That there was in fact there was nothing there was nothing about the terrorists whatsoever. Even after the second plane hit in that first episode, and I'm like, this, are you serious? And so then, uh, you know, I got kind of curious to see at, at what point does this documentary deal with the, the people who did this? At what point does it even reference them? And you know what? They never did. There was about halfway through the third episode uh, of this of this documentary, very, very briefly, one of the moms of one of the guys on United 93 that took the plane down, however they did that, uh, is recounting her, you know, leaving him a message on his phone saying there are some terrorists who have hijacked the plane. They're not going to land it. They want to crash it. And I, I am fairly certain that that was the only usage of the word terrorist in the entire five-hour documentary. That there was nothing. They completely edited out. If you if you didn't know anything about September 11th, and you just you know came out of your cave or what have you, or came out of your closet, you, you haven't you you don't have you haven't watched any news in 20 years. You don't know anything about it. And this documentary was all that you have. You would have no idea who did it. You would have no idea why. It was gone. I mean, to the to the extent, do you remember when the second plane hit, and pretty much anywhere you had a phone going or somebody was recording, or a video, not I guess back in those days, a, a video camera, people were recording footage pretty much anywhere in New York, you're hearing people screaming, it was on purpose, because it was at that moment that everybody pretty much realized collectively it was on purpose. All that was gone. It, it, and the more I watched, the angrier I got. Because then I got through the whole damn five hours. I stayed up till about two in the morning watching this stuff. And they had completely removed the terrorists from the narrative of 9-11. It was gone. <laughs> Caught me because I'm like, wow, 20 years. That's all it took, huh? Uh, 210-599-5550. Actually, we're going to take a break. We got Rudy J coming in uh, for a few minutes. He's, uh, he does the ESPN morning show with Rob Thompson. Just down the hallway from uh, from seven to ten every morning, and uh, he's a really cool guy. He's been hanging out in the show at this time every day. So let's see what's on his mind. How his weekend went? Uh, that's coming up next on News Talk Five Fifty KTSa and uh, FM One Hundred Seven One. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk Five Fifty KTSa and FM One Hundred Seven One. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk Five Fifty KTSa FM One Hundred Seven One. I'm Sean. Welcome back. Uh, we got Rudy Jade here from the ESPN Morning Show. You guys are on from 7 to 10, Monday through Friday. Yes, sir. And uh, uh, we uh, we love it when you come on in here and hang out with us. And Thanks I, for we, having me. We were just talking uh, about, uh, you know, uh, our, our exciting uh, weekends. I, I think I told you guys <laughs> on the ESPN show that I had already, you know, I, I spent a lot of time napping. That's my new hobby. So do you actually... Like, when I nap, I just nap wherever I am. Do you actually go get in the bed and nap, or you just, like, fall asleep on the couch, then your recliner, then the bed? Like, no. I don't go get in the bed. Like, that's... That's too, I, I, that's the only place I have, really, because okay. we got, you know, I got, 
I got the wife. I got two stepkids. I got four cats. Oh yeah, you got to retreat to the. <laughs> so I, I got the only place I have left. It's if they if they start taking you know hopping on the bed, I'm gonna have to take my naps in the bathroom. Yeah. So the the bed is kind of the last place. It's like the Alamo for me. It's like the last stand. So yeah, I, I don't get it, I don't get under the covers or anything like that. Yeah. Because that would be weird. But I, <laughs> yeah, like, I can flop I do, my lazy ass under the bed. Though. Yeah, naps, they're dangerous, though. Yeah. If, you, if you take one too long, you're out of it for the rest of the day. Like, your day's ruined. Oh, yeah. Mentally, you're just groggy. That's kind of how I am all the time, though. Because oh. I, 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 even when I'm not napping, I think spiritually I'm napping. I think I just, I'm constantly <laughs> in nap mode. Me too. It's because uh, we do mornings, man. Oh. You're never out of the fog. You, you and I were talking about, you know, do we do we maintain uh, the schedule? You know, because my man Trey, my, my partner, he he sleeps about nineteen minutes a day, and he 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 gets in here at like eleven o'clock at night, between eleven and midnight to press. That's insane. So he literally only sleeps about nineteen minutes a day, I think, and he maintains that through the weekend. Because like on the weekends, I'll get texts from him at like you know six in the morning. I'm like, mm. me, I'm up? I'm the opposite. Because yeah. I, I don't get my ass out of bed till noon on Sundays. Yeah, Saturdays and Sundays don't 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 touch me, don't bother me. I don't want any talk. I'll get I'll eat when I eat. Yeah, Saturdays and Sundays I sleep in. You gotta have it's like a little vacation from the schedule. Brutal, man, brutal. But luckily, I don't have like AAU kids. Like mm. some of these parents, like you don't get to sleep in. They got sports. Oh right, they got right. all kinds of things. My daughter. Right. You know, she's just she's just good in school. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. She, which is cool. I'm I'm cool with that, but it is what it is. Right. I uh yeah, I want to mention I, I try to bring up some of the funnier stuff that we're talking about when you're when you're hanging out with us. Uh, yeah. Uh there's a new movement and this is one I can't really under, wrap my mind around. Which one? It's the one where people, you know, people are into records and vinyl, and they call it vinyl now. And I, yeah. I, don't, I still call them records, but it's people like, are into yeah, that. It's, it's cool, she-she, hipster thing to have vinyl now. Right. Well, the new thing now is people are going back to VHS tapes. What? Why? I don't, they have these, you know, like when people leave boxes of uh, your free library, they leave boxes of books out, people borrow them. They're doing that now with VHS tapes. Apparently, people are going online and buying VHS players. Have you? When's the last time you watched one? Do you know how brutal it is to watch that? They're terrible. They, I you hate can't, them. It just look like shapes. You can't see faces. <laughs> you know, it's staticky. The quality sucks. The quality is horrible. How did we ever? Like, how did we survive? Yeah, how did we survive that? Like, I mean, if you're gonna get them and turn them into DVDs, I guess. But People, just to literally go out and buy VHS now—that's a thing. That's a thing. I, 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 I don't get it. Because, like, I kind of get it, and Don Morgan is a big uh, vinyl guy. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. Because the sound quality is there. you got some great sound on yeah, some of those old better, yeah. records. But, like, the quality on any given VHS tape It's like a person that wears glasses taking his glasses off. <laughs> that's, what it's, that's what it's like for watching a VHS. Like, if you want to watch a VHS, you don't have to go buy one. Just take <laughs> off your contacts and watch television. It's the that's, same thing. It's the same thing. You just see a bunch of b- figures moving, and it's all all blurry it's we who why, who started this i don't know yeah and i god bless you you know if people if that makes people happy yeah you know what you i know, shouldn't knock and that's it, what they want to do no i'm i'm i am knocking it because it's freaking weird <laughs> 
Yeah, I won't it's be. It's weird, I, man. I, I pass up. The older I get, the more trends I pass up on. <laughs> I'll be passing on this trend. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get into that either. No, Plus, I don't want any part of the VHS era. Well, you know, and also, uh, as a divorced man, my, my ex-wife got all the VHS tapes, so. She, she got the tapes out of the part of the paperwork? That was, well, yeah, I had, you know, well, no, I just didn't feel like loading them up in my car and driving down to San Antonio. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? So I just he left them. Left them. I just he, he left them. Some man. good memories, Sean. He probably left some <laughs> solid memories that you want to check. I don't even have a V a VCR. I don't either. I don't know what the I hell I watch one. them on. I don't so. know what I watch unless I was going to like say transfer them. So, well, and that's you know I, I've thought about it because I do have some home movies. Oh, but it's like, like forty. I think it's like forty bucks a cassette to do what? that though. It's like a, it's expensive. Oh, I didn't know it was that much. So it forget the memories. VCR, yeah, it can just stay on. It can I, stay on VHS. I'll just go ahead and remember that stuff. Yeah. That's what I'll well, do. As long as the Betamax don't come back. Oh God! Remember the, <laughs> well, it, you, you remember the Betamax, beta? right? You know, and I never understood that. I never understood the two different kinds. Why you had to have two different me kinds? Either. What made me crazy is when the video cameras went from the full size cassettes. To the little mini eight millimeter cassettes. Yeah, the little because those handout. things you couldn't play on anything. Nothing. There was nothing to play them on. And if you look at it, and if you look at it now, they're blurry. They're, it's those all blurry. Are hor- I still have one of them little handheld cameras, and all my pictures are terrible. <laughs> I like I can't try to post them for Throwback Thursday. I'm like, no one can see this crap. We we were talking before we went on the air that you know this 20 year anniversary of September 11th right, is coming up, and right, I'm like, right. I can't believe it's been 20 I can't years. Believe it? I was like, man, what was I? 30? What? 34? No, 24. My 24. God. I was 24. I was uh, 30 something. Yeah. I don't remember. I was working at Nationwide Auto Insurance at that time, and they sent us home. Yeah. I was like, it was. Like, you know, there's few moments where you just know where, when, how. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. It was oh, a weird, weird couple of days. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll talk about that. We, like, we, we get a little closer to Friday. I just, I, you and I were talking about how quickly that 20 years went. 20, blur. I feel like my, the whole 20 years is a VHS tape that's just blurry. Yeah, it, it was. I'm like, dude, what, how did 20 years pass that fast? It's weird. It's crazy, man. Hey, anyway, man, I appreciate you coming by. Like man, you always I love do. it over here. Anytime. And, uh, you're on the morning show with Rob Tom. Thompson, 7 a.m., 10 a.m., 12.50 a.m. Well, we'll see you there tomorrow. I drop by in the morning, and yeah. then you come all the way over here. So we're, we're, we're just a big, happy family over here <laughs> yes, we are. at Alpha. Yes, we are, man. <laughs> appreciate you, Sean. Yeah, appreciate oh, you, man. too, brother. Thank all you. Right. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, pretty neat, pretty good. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Sean, we're back. 10.40 on a Tuesday, which is kind of like a Monday, but it's a short week, so it's a win-win situation. You know, we're talking with uh, Rudy, J, Rudy J about this VHS thing that now people are starting to go back to videotapes. And it, it, for a lot of us, we think, kind of, we think like, well, that's odd. Because <laughs> they're, they're not a lot of fun to use. They're, they're kind of difficult. you got to rewind everything. You can never get the damn thing to go precisely where you want it to go. They're unwieldy. I said it. I said, unwieldy. And folks have been calling up, you know, since we've been talking about with different explanations for what it could be. Maybe they you know, they think that maybe you can't erase a VHS tape, like uh, the, the man can't re-edit movies, right? Stuff, stuff like that, maybe. I think maybe it's just nostalgia. It, it, uh, hearkening back to a, a simpler time. And I bring this up because, you know, you heard Don Morgan reporting, 
on this new documentary, or, or not documentary, this new series about Monica Lewinsky, right? And uh, and she was one of the producers of it, I believe. And they they're they're leaving the infamous thong scene in the thong. And I you know I haven't thought about Monica Lewinsky and Clinton and all that crap in a long time. What was that? That was late nineties, well ninety seven ninety eight, right? That all that happened. And you know you think back, that was pre September eleventh. That was pre war. That was pre all this other crap that we've been dealing with for twenty years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, at first I was like, well, I don't want to watch that. I, mean, I don't want to rehash that crap all over again. But then again, it, what a simpler term when all our president did was sleep around. <laughs> what a simpler time in, in American history, right, Chris? When, when all the president did was sleep around. I'm not, I'm not absolving Bill Clinton. I think he's a creep. I think his wife is the Antichrist. But, you know. It's a real doozy. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I hate to say that life was simpler back then. But life was simpler back then. Well, it depends on what your definition of life is. <laughs> well, that's true. I don't want to go back to my. I don't want to go back to my first marriage. I'm just saying, you know, as far as what the world was dealing with that time, mm-hmm. that was pretty much the lead story. Right. Was for a long, gate. long time. For a long, long time, it was. And maybe you remember this, but this was back. You know, the internet wasn't as speedy as oh, it is no, yeah. now. Oh yeah. So when you wanted to download all of those documents, <laughs> it took or, a while, or at least read them. It was forever for them to load up. Yeah, because there there was no social media. No. Uh, the internet wasn't anything what it is now. And I you mean, had to re- do a lot of reading to get to the good parts. I, I don't write. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what where I was working when that stuff happened. Ah, uh, I, I think I was still in a station that had an AP wire, a printer. Right. So I wasn't even really doing anything online at that point as far as research. Yeah. Boy, those were simpler times, Don. Those are simpler times when Monica Lewinsky was all you thought about. And and what the definition of the word is, is. And we didn't listen to me. I sound like an old fart. Chris is nodding and said, and we didn't have no interwebs. We didn't have no Antifa. We didn't have no 20-year war in Afghanistan. We didn't have September 11th. We just had, you know, Monica Lewinsky's big butt in the news every single day. (laughs) She was on the Today Show this morning. I saw that. She looks great. She didn't look much different. No. Because she's in her 40s now, isn't she? I guess she would be, wouldn't she? Yeah. It's her mid forties, forty six, forty seven. Damn, she is, she is aged very well, considering the 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 pressure of all of that and <laughs> the, the public scrutiny, and the weird ass life yeah. she's lived. <laughs> anyway, so maybe that's what it is. People just, you know, it's because I, I, at first I thought, well, nobody wants to watch that, but maybe people will because it's like <laughs> back when the, all we had to deal with was that. Is it available on VHS? <laughs> <laughs> it should yeah, be yeah, this, a special B- VHS box set, you know. God. Get the soundtrack on cassette. <laughs> Here's Paul. Paul, how are you? Hey guys. Hey. Uh, there's a couple other reasons why uh, people uh, uh, collect VHS. One, there are, there are a lot of movies out there that have not been transferred, nor will ever be transferred on DVD because they're probably too politically incorrect. Um, well, I guess reason. that's possible. I don't know. Another reason. Another reason is uh, there's actually a big money in in uh, VHS. I have a friend that uh, 
was a nurse, and you know how much nurses make these days. Mm. Uh, he switched over to buying and selling uh, VHS uh, horror. That's that's where the money is. And what? You know, he'll make uh, $500,000 a day at a little festival. Selling, but selling VHS selling, tapes? Uh, yeah, yeah. So if you want to retire... And want you know something to do? You I'm not sure. Retire from radio and all. I don't think you'll ever will. No, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to retire from. And I appreciate the call. I, I'm not going to retire from radio to sell VHS tapes at like a, at like a street festival or something or a street market. But why, I just I don't why VHS tapes. I guess maybe there are a lot of movies that you can't get on that damn thing. I don't know. Uh, but to me, it's just I, I always thought they were a pain in the ass. Two one zero five nine nine. When he started saying there's some movies you can't get on DVD, I thought he meant like old Swedish porn. You know what I mean? Like that stuff from the eighties. You know what I mean? And you're gonna say yes, you can. Yes, you can. I'm kidding. The collected works of Ron Jeremy are no, no longer available on DVD. He he, he ended badly. Um. Anyway, uh, two one zero five. Well, God, he's a creep. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, let's take a little break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA. I can't stop looking at Nelson, Judge Wolf's legs. I can't, I can't stop looking at his legs. You ever, you ever get like fixated on something and you don't know why, and all of a sudden you're just stuck there? It's like a song getting caught in your mind. Because I, I have the uh, the video up uh, of, the, of Judge Wolf getting chased through the HEB by the woman who's calling him a communist. He's got some interesting cash wear going on there. He's got the shorts going on there, pretty short shorts. I mean, they're almost like Magnum PI type shorts. They're like short shorts. And the straw hat, which is cool. He, he, He's got, he ain't wearing chocolates, but he's got, you know, he's got, he ain't wearing flip-flops. He's got, he's got Jesus sandals on. And so we used to call them Jesus sandals. That's not mocking Jesus. It's just the, the, the strappy, strappy sandals, you know, with straps on them. I don't like strappy sandals because it's too complicated. Just, I just want the one thing to go between the toes and that's all I need. Let me repeat that. I just want the one thing to go between the toes and that's all I need. The thong. The, the, the toe thong. <laughs> thing, thing a thong, uh, and <laughs> but man, Nelson Wolf got some. He's got some white legs, man. He's got some pale legs, honey. That dude's pale legs. He ain't no Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Not George Hamilton over there. He's an old man. And I, I feel, I kind of feel sorry for the guy. You know what I mean? Because he's just like. I'm just kidding. Groceries, man. Stop by to get some parsnips. <laughs> some parsnips. This is what happens. I just wanted some pomegranates. Some pimento cheese. And some, yeah, maybe a cheese ball. I, I, some polydent. What? I, I didn't feel bad until he couldn't find his car. Then, yeah. I, then I began to sympathize with him. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's... I do that all the time. <laughs> that's like I told you. I've done that in my own cul-de-sac. You know, I can't find my own damn car. But I just I, I, now I just can't I can't get his legs out of my mind, and I think if there if there's one thing that this woman has done that I you know because I I don't really approve of that whole 
you know, confronting somebody with your damn phone out and screaming your brains out at them. I'm not into that kind of behavior. Well, they, you know, it was more about her. Well, it was about her. Whatever issue she has with him. Yeah, it's all about her. Right. With the poor dude, it's not like he you know, thought his fashion choices through. He's just going to the H-E-B. Hell, you ought to see what I've gone to the H-E-B in. No, actually, you don't want to see what I've gone to the H-E-B in. No. The people at H-E-B have to see what I go to the H-E-B in, and that's enough. Right. They've, they've actually taken screenshots from the security cameras. Mm. You don't want to see that. Right. They want you to autograph them. No. So, so <laughs> There's nothing to autograph. <laughs> You're saying the judge's legs are going to be running through your mind all day? You won't see how you are. But they are. Dude's got some white legs. No, he's a white guy. I'm not faulting him for that. I'm just saying, I don't know if I'd want to wake up and my my legs were part of a news story. You know what I mean? It was just well, they are now because you're talking about. Well, I'm just saying, I I can't feel sorry for the guy. He's, he's got the hat on there and he's got the black mask, the ominous looking black mask. Because Birkenstocks going on. His Birkenstocks, his strappy Jesus uh, sandals, and then he's got. Uh, have the white legs out there. It's cool. All right. <laughs> Pale piernas. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. What did you say? Pale piernas. Is it like white legs? Pale, yeah. Pale. <laughs> At the swimming pool, but young, young kids used to run their hands over my white legs. No, I'm kidding. Like I said, he's no Joe Biden. Ooh, what a day. Um, <laughs> Elote pop. What? I don't even want to know what that means. No, but I mean, like I've been in, I've been in the Walmart. I was in the Walmart with my wife a few, a couple of weeks ago, and I just looked like hell. I just, you know, I just one of those things where, like, come on, let's just go, let's just pop in and pop out. I like how you specified you know? the time, and then you said you looked like hell. Well, I did, I did, I looked like hell. I just, I hadn't showered in a couple of days. It was a weekend. I'm, I'm wearing my jammies, basically. Like, come on, let's just run in and run out. And that's when you run into one of her old high school friends. That's when you run into a high school friend. Who, oh, I like your show. And she's looking at me like, Jesus. Well, but if she listens to the show, she understands. She's like, you weren't lying. You weren't lying. You really do look like crap when you're out and about. Those are, that's a lot of I flies. I terrible. I did. <laughs> that's I a like, lot of flies. It's <laughs> buzzing all around you. <laughs> God. Because I, I did, I just, because I looked like hell, I probably smelled like crap, you know what I mean? I just, it's like, we're just going to pop in and pop out, right? Nope. Yes, Mr. John, you know, we get in there, we meet her whole high school graduating class, you know, <laughs> one by one. That's how it works. Oh, God. So, I, Judge, I know I harangue you a lot on the air. Especially I make the spitting noise. <laughs> he doesn't actually slobber. Well, he may, I, I don't know, I've never been that close to him, but. No, he doesn't. He doesn't slobber. No. But I, I feel kind of bad for the guy. You know, he's just bebopping through the parking lot and trying to get to his damn car, and then he can't find it, and some lunatic screaming at him that he's a communist. His ice cream's probably melting. <laughs> he gets home. That's that's the worst thing. He got home, and he had to explain to his wife why the ice cream sandwich was wrong. What took you so long? Couldn't find my car. Couldn't find my car. And a crazy woman was chasing me through the H-E-B. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, we should, did anybody ask him what she masked? <laughs> We're, I'm going to I don't, was she masked? Because I don't think she was. You could hear her pretty loud. Right. It, I love it when the, the uh, AGB employee goes up and tries to get her to stop, and she's well, you're a communist, too. 
It goes on longer than Lawrence of Arabia. I mean, the damn thing is like four minutes or something. Four minutes, man. Jimmy Stewart, and it's a wonderful. It goes for you too. <laughs> You're communist too. You're all communists. All right. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? It would be funny. We've got to do. We got to make it a trend. To dress like Nelson Wolf in this, yeah, this is where you're going for a. Everybody should just start Halloween. just once a day, once a week. We we come up with a certain day and time where we all dress like that, and we Wolf. go to the HEB. Wolf Wednesday. Wolf, Wolf Wednesday. Wednesday. We'll do it tomorrow. Just to mess with people. I'm going to tell my grandkids, hey, guess what your costume is going to be for this Halloween? Well, you remember no, uh, not Spider-Man. <laughs> Judge Wolf. I'm serious. We should, we should make that a trendy thing. We suddenly just start dressing like that. Wait, with the short shorts? With the short shorts. And the handkerchief. In the, yeah, the whole shebang there. The, the untucked shirt there. And the, the straw hat. The straw hat. Yeah. The ominous looking black mask. And then with your key fob out. Just <laughs> and your key fob. Randomly pointing it's at ma- cars. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. That'd be funny as hell. All right. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, Rudy J, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.